0: Hey, this is Anders Manga with Bloody Hammers, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast.
1: You know, with the record coming out, and I guess you were writing it during the pandemic, was it a lot easier, or do you think it was a lot easier because you're a husband and wife duo to write that record because you would have had separation otherwise from band members and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, we don't have a band. Like all, it's just it's just uh, it's pretty much my namesake. And then my wife helps me and plays bass and some keys and stuff. But I um we've every 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 record has been recorded in my house. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So we don't have to go anywhere anyway. So that's good. And uh, all the videos are made in my basement. I know like they're you know cheap kind of. Shitty videos, but hey uh, <laughs> you do all the mixing and mastering and stuff yourself too everything in my house I didn't master it i uh send that I usually send that off because mastering drives me crazy because I just it's never you know what I mean I could never oh yeah, be satisfied with it like it's just uh, <laughs> right I just rather just send it to somebody and just surrender music's never finished, it's just surrender
1: yeah I 100 I percent agree because you'll always if you keep on hang on to, it you always find something. I think mm-hmm. any creative process is like that, right? Any kind of I do a lot of writing and all that kind of stuff. You never want to give it up. You can always say, I could add another sentence here, or I could add another <laughs> riff there, or right. I mean it's all the same thing.
0: Yeah, at some point you just like, ah just geez, I just gotta let it go. <laughs> right. And that's why I was
1: asking you if you know, after you've had a chance to sit on it now, if you were still, you know, satisfied with it. Because
0: sometimes you no, know, yeah, you let it go, I like, really shit. like it. I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a really good time. And uh, you know. Uh, past records uh, you know people have called us kind of a gothic gothic metal band or, or a doom metal band but this one i i was going for i didn't you know was so much doom in the world i really yes. wasn't feeling doomy. <laughs> no i was i was going for for more uh, fun you know i guess on this one try to do the opposite of what was actually happening in the world
1: and i think that's probably gonna fall in your favor because you're 100% right. People are tired of gloom and doom. And while, yeah. metal, while metal is cathartic, it's kind of cool to get away from it as well. And, you know, I guess uh, Napalm is calling it kind of like uh, punk sop, sock hop kind of music. And, I mean, I would agree. And I think that's so much different and needed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do too. That's, that's just the mood I was in. I was just inspired to kind of go that way. You know, I, start, I started thinking... You know when all this started happening I lived in New York a little bit like early 2000s mm-hmm. and um I I'm not a New Yorker or anything but I got I, I, I enough of the spirit uh, you know what I mean I lived there long enough to kind of feel the spirit of the city and Right. And whenever everything was happening in New York and the death tolls were going up I was just thinking about jesus christ you know such an awesome place and i nobody knew what was going on and no. how bad it was going to get and i was started thinking about my favorite bands from there like Ramones and dead boys and and obviously the misfits and right. just like with more jersey but still kind of in that new york vibe Yeah, yeah yeah and i was just started you know that just kind of inspired me to go down kind of a little bit more of a horror punk road and right. that's you know that was sort of the inspiration.
1: It's terrible what's happened up there. I mean, I, I'm originally from there. 26 years I spent up there. But my family's still in the city. And, you know, I see pictures and stuff from it. I can't believe what it looks like now.
0: Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, it's terrible.
1: Mm-hmm. And the whole scene is, like,
0: gone. Yeah. And are things still boarded up? and Yes. Look, oh, it's yeah. Empty.
1: It looks like you could shoot a cannon through Times Square and not hit anybody.
0: Oh, that's crazy nuts Ugh. what so what that's it- what I was trying to avoid yes. <laughs> that's why I was working on a record <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome but what's it like trying to uh, promote a record or you know get this record out to the people in a pandemic because obviously there's no touring or shows
0: yeah it's it's been you know it's it's it it is difficult especially with all this trump shit and him you know just taking up so much he takes up so much time, like and so much focus and just yes. all his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put and it. I'm just, and I'm not trying to, you know, I, I don't want to sound selfish and like, Hey, pay attention to my record. Not Trump.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I <laughs> but, get
0: it. You know what I mean? Like, but he just takes up so much fucking space. It's all consuming. And I'm just cannot wait for this motherfucker to be gone. Like I, Since I was a kid, I mean, I come up in the 80s. I remember this motherfucker. Can I curse? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Curse away. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this motherfucker since I was a kid on fucking, you know, when you're checking out at the supermarket and there's the magazine, the Inquirer, and uh, Trump this and Trump that and Trump, fucking Trump, my whole life, Trump. Right. I just can't. I'm just over the... I'm so over the fucking guy. Especially this week. (laughs) Yeah, my God, the redneck siege. I was just like, "Holy shit!" And and I just can't. I don't know, man. I just uh, can't wait to just be back to man. You know, like I, you know, like when I, I've never heard uh, from a president so often. I mean, even like Bush, you know. No, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. That much. For, it wasn't like just every fuck day, man. Something and uh just yeah so anyway that's just and this this political year in particular was particularly divisive i just i couldn't i just had to unplug you know
1: but it's hard so out. i know this i know this podcast is about bloody hammers and and music and we'll get there in a second but it's hard to unplug because it's captivating as well right watching all this shit go down at the capitol
0: it's toxic man it's i, I mean I, Especially Twitter, like I just—I really try to stay away from Twitter. I don't yeah. know if maybe I'm just following the wrong people or something. And I think that—I f- I think that a lot of people are in their own information bubble. Like, you know, right. some people—it just depends on who you're following—is what your perspective you're getting on what's happening. You're hundred percent right. You know what I mean? Like, I can see how some people are 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 misguided or because. Social media will just kind of tell you what it just depends on who you're following, I guess I mean I don't I know like i I know some people like I've seen like uh my aunt who kind of leans a little more right she's not like right right, but just right. you know like but I've seen her Twitter feed, and it's just like what the hell the opposite of like <laughs> the, <laughs> left exactly the opposite, side. right it's like right, you know what I mean it's like just like riots and you know all this antifa shit and all this like and it it would scare the shit out of you if that's all you saw i know but and i think it's it's good to have a balance like if you're going to do if you're going to look at social media maybe follow a little bit of left a little bit right to try to get a balance (laughs) right something down the middle (laughs) so so you're not like completely yeah i don't know man I, i like i said i just i try to just follow like my rock you know, like some of my bands
1: and stuff. Right, right. In the end, yeah. though, hopefully music is the great connector anyway, I think. And maybe, you know, maybe this record will connect everybody or at least give people the chance to unwind and yeah, uh, come together over something.
0: I hope so. Yeah, I definitely hope so. Um, and right, But, you know, music, it seems to be like, a, I know that I've seen some articles about how talk is really up, you know, like, people are really like music's down a little bit like talk is up you know like joe rogan's killing yeah. it, and yep. all this all the podcasters like they're kind of the new rock stars in a way or like youtubers and so people yeah. just want to connect and, and people want to hear people speak and people want to look at i don't know i don't want to just watch youtube and because they're not around people so i don't know yeah isolation is uh, going to drive everybody crazy yeah, yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's a good move for you to, to be in this space. To
1: Yeah, you, you know, know, we just, well, we play around. I've got this and I've got a couple other things we do. And you're right, people seem to, in this time, anyway, the numbers go yeah. up because people are, you know, looking for something to do rather than the reruns yeah. of Law and Order or some shit on TV. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: So I'm just looking at this, uh, at, your, at the bio here. Are you really in Transylvania, North Carolina? Yeah. Transylvania County. That's uh, I think Cashers
0: is actually in Transylvania County. Is it real?
1: Yeah. So, so I've been there and never even knew that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's where I, so I
1: know this is probably a stupid question, but you didn't move there for
0: that reason, right? Because it's too ironic. <laughs> it's perfect, right? <laughs> I want I could. We had my choice of Batcave, North Carolina. Batcave, North Carolina is just like right down the street uh and i was like back (laughs) yeah (laughs) back cave north carolina or uh, transylvania county but yeah it really just came down to the house we've got a really good deal we moved here seven years ago uh, and uh just got a good deal on it and it's just it just happened to be it was it was like a perk you know (laughs) (laughs) not like it only was meant to be or something right yeah (laughs) so that was cool but yeah that's and it, it, we didn't move here for that reason. We just moved here to get away from the city and just live out in the sticks for a while.
1: Yeah. I'm just right outside of Richmond, but in the sticks. I mean, it's 15 minutes, but you it's almost a whole different world. You know, with farms mm-hmm. and I've got chickens and all the other shit out here. And it's great because I could be in the city if I want to be or you know, just yeah, sit, in my, yeah. sit in my backyard and feed the chickens and don't hear anything. So it's nice.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just like, not. I'm just equal distance like from... Atlanta's not that far and Charlotte's not that far and Nashville's not that far. It's just, it's kind of cool. Knoxville. So yeah, uh, it's, it's a kind of a nice place to live. It's, it's kind of weird. It's just like lots of, um, lots of New Yorkers are here. Like uh, oh, my really? neighbors are New Yorker. Yeah. It's just people just want to get out of the city I and mean, people have been yeah. just flooding here. I know. But even before pandemic. that they
1: couldn't afford it anyway. So,
0: yeah yeah (laughs) that's why i got out years ago yeah my neighbors are from the from new york city and uh yeah that's it's a lot of people in the neighborhood are and and it's weird you know i mean there's like the just a balance of like new yorkers and (laughs) (laughs) rednecks, right that's
1: great hey so go ahead go ahead i'm sorry no, no, I was going to say, Natalie told me that you guys do something really creative and different as well. You guys make your own Ouija boards for
0: sale? Yeah, we did. We just we wanted something to do, you know, living out here. And uh, we, just, we just, I don't know, in between making records and stuff, right. we started doing some woodworking. And uh, we we did uh, some Ouija boards. We did just any kind t- of like weird kind of carvings like mm-hmm. tarot and just like uh, you know stuff like that like, and uh, but yeah we we stopped doing it like a year ago uh, it got to be really hard to find wood because of the, the riots and and everything people were bre- you know breaking into <laughs> busting windows out of buildings and
1: stuff. oh yeah it was needed crazy. everywhere. right
0: yeah all the wood was gone and and we were just like and plus the pandemic we didn't really want to go out to the post office and right all you know we just we just lay in low for a while but yeah we did that for a while and that was fun to do
1: well did you have any like formal training in woodworking or that was just something you
0: picked up yeah i just learned yeah i just watched some youtube videos and we just kind of figured it out but yeah <laughs> All right. so, so
1: this might be a weird question, and we can skip it if you want, but I know nothing about Ouija boards or even really the you know the occultist kind of stuff, but any good Ouija board
0: stories do you use them no it, i don't no i don't i don't it was you know i just like i just like the art of uh the the idea of witchcraft and mm-hmm. and, and you know I i don't actually you know i don't practice it or Right. even really believe in it i don't i don't knock anybody who does but right. uh i just you know i just find the pop culture i guess of witchcraft and satanism and stuff like that fun right because i grew up in the bible belt and you know we were you know pretty it was pretty oppressive growing up in the south when yeah. i did and, and all the and, and you know it was it was always fun to freak out your 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 parents and your neighbors and stuff with like Venom records or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I grew up in New York, not really uh, the
1: Bible Belt, but grew up in a very very religious family, and I can relate to what you're saying because you know as a teenager I couldn't wait to bring home the Welcome from Hell album or something yeah like that. or the yeah, right. Slayer you know Slayer any of yeah, that yeah. Sort of stuff.
0: Yeah yeah it was fun. And that's fun. Th- I get this. Yeah. And I get the same. I get the same kind of feeling from making Ouija boards and, and things like that. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just fun to freak out the squares. <laughs> great, it's fun to freak
1: out the squares. <laughs> what do you have planned after? I mean, obviously the record comes out and there's no touring. Are you guys going to do any sort of live streaming or any sort of interacting with fans?
0: Yeah, we've talked about trying to do something like that. Like we were, we were ta- discussing with our booking agent about doing something in late in the year or 2021 and uh in 2022 but now it's looking like that's even getting pushed back and right i don't know like I, it's gonna be like less clubs when everything does open back up but there's gonna be less clubs and every band in the world trying to go out at the same time and yeah so it's just uh you know i don't know we're we're just gonna try to wait and see what happens but So I
1: know. Yeah, I know nobody has a crystal ball, and but I also know that being in the music business and around it for so long, something this model is not working. It's going to have to change. Where do you see it like falling? How do you see this all working out? Are we going to go to shows again? Are we just doing singles instead of albums? Where do you think this is all going to pan out?
0: I do think that I do think that like the yeah. I mean, I'm an album oriented person. Yeah, maybe because I'm a little older, but I don't. I just I don't know, but I you know, across, across like Spotify and like the streaming sites, albums, doesn't matter who you are. They just decline in listens. Like if you have a really good song at the end of a record, <laughs>
1: right.
0: There's not a whole lot of people going to hear that record. <laughs> Cause people's <Right>. interest. <laughs> oh, I mean like statistically, if you look at anybody's record, the plays just go down as the album progresses. Like it's, you know like back in the day we were like whoever band would put some awesome song at the end or near the end right i don't you know i still try to balance the record like like the old days mm-hmm. but those are you know those days are, are are like strategically like it's not that smart like you, know, you gotta right. put like like a singles or what you know i don't know like we're still selling some some vinyl and stuff but um yeah, like it probably is smarter to do singles.
1: I, I miss the days of you know buying the vinyl and sitting home and listening to it top to bottom and reading the liner notes and you know where it was recorded and who did the artwork. That's all like a lost art. Thing. I
0: know, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about I was thinking about dress to kill for some reason the other day and the kiss, uh, the kiss record, yeah. And I was thinking about their biggest song, Rock and Roll All Night, was the last song. Yeah, it's buried. And right. if that happened today, <laughs> nobody would ever hear that song. Right. Like, if, I don't know, like on Spotify, that people would make it that deep in the record to hear right. even hear that. So it would, it would the sequence of that record would look different now. They would probably put it. at the That's
1: front. the whole thing too. There was a whole art of sequencing records. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. And then that's yeah.
1: now everybody's just you know, give me the one song. I've got the attention span of a fly, and <laughs> I, want, I want one song and move on. And
0: yeah. And, and they just don't don't make know where it's all gonna go. Yeah, they just grab whatever the single is, or you know, and make playlists and so, and so to be fair, we made playlists too back in the
1: day, right? I mean you made mixtapes, right?
0: Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Right. So I guess that's a sort <laughs> of a, a playlist of something. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But we still had to have the record, <laughs> like oh yes, like absolutely. We made, we'll we'll make our little our little mixtapes and stuff, but
1: it was a ritual for had me to had to have to. Oh yeah, and but it was a ritual for me to go to the record store, you know, on a Tuesday with my paper out money and buy a record and then spend the whole evening, you know, going through it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We, was, like like I was thinking about how, you know, like back in the day we knew the names of everybody in the band.
1: Like yes, Rudy yes, Sarzo
0: yes. or Carlos Cavazo, whoever. Right. We knew, we knew these guys. Like nowadays, nobody knows who the fuck guitar player is for. Nobody. Whatever new band.
1: If you turn on the radio, nobody even knows who the singers are half the time. Yeah, I yeah, I
0: don't even it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> no like, like. Yeah, no idea. No, nobody knows. I don't. Right. I mean, I. And I, don't, I mean, yeah. Even I don't like some like. Uh, like, this I'm looking at a Powerwolf record. Like right now, I, I like Powerwolf. Yeah, but I, I don't know the singer's name. Like no. I just I don't I don't. It's just not like that anymore, like <laughs> right. And the band, and like newer bands, just don't get coverage like the old days when we would, you know.
1: Yeah, it I'm just curious be. how it's all gonna pan out because it's gotta yeah. reinvent itself somewhere.
0: Yeah, I know, and I, I just like I, I, you know, I see like the news sites, and, I, and I'm not bitter because we don't get coverage constantly. It's not coming from that way. I just think about how like. Most of the bands like I see uh, getting major coverage all the time, day after day after day, are like in their 60s. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, guys, you probably need to nurture some of the younger bands so you'll have yeah. something to talk about in 10 Otherwise, years. Otherwise, there'll be nothing left. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all love Robin Halford, but you know, like every day, so, you know, talk about some some new band that's uh, killing right. it. Because there's Bloody a lot Hammers. of good bands. Yeah. Bloody Hammers. yeah why not but i'm even older you know like it took me a while to to even you know we were like back when we were kids a band could get a video on headbangers ball or something and they would be packing clothes the next week yeah you know nowadays it takes 10 years or something to break a band like oh yeah you know so you know people go ahead i'm sorry
1: no, no. So I was gonna say you're in the same kind of age bracket as I'm. And did you ever imagine you'd still be doing this and putting records out at this time or this? Yeah, time? yeah,
0: yeah. Because I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if anybody's listening or not. I just like to do it. It's just something I have to do. And it. And I've never. I've never solicited a label or anything like that. Napalm. They came to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. I just they I've been making stuff for years, and I just. It's just something I like to do, and and uh, I just have to. And um, so, yeah they, they they came to me, and, and and if they didn't, I would still be doing right. something.
1: You know? I'm in the same boat you as you. Said- I'm still doing the same shit. I'm still doing these podcasts, whether nobody listens or not. And but <laughs> but sometimes I sit back and wonder. I'm like, you know, maybe I should be doing normal stuff. Like, does
0: that make sense? Yeah, I don't think I don't think that you're in the way. Like, I don't think that either of us in the way because it's there's so much space now like that back in the day there was only so much airtime on mtv or or magazines that were on those newsstand but now like it's just infinite amount of space on the internet for just right. anybody like to find whatever they want to listen to and i don't know i think now it's i mean you're competing against a shitload more stuff but Right. There's still enough space, and there's always going to be somebody who stumbles. And
1: I wasn't trying to insult you at all. I'm just saying we're in this, I mean, sort of in the same boat. I'm doing, you know, my own creative things, pushing, yeah. f- pushing 55. And I often wonder. I'm like, it's kind of weird. I wonder what my kids think, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, no, I think that. I mean, sometimes I think I'm in my 40s, but I think that, like, sometimes, like, I, I feel, a, I don't know how to say this like like i i used to um when i was younger kind of be involved and go out to like goth nights and stuff mm-hmm. like that like the goth scene and and i remember like everybody was in my same age range like back then it was right. like new, it, and it's like kids now they don't i mean it's you got to go kind of extreme or something really weird to do something original now right. like or just rehash kind of old stuff and just make new good songs. I mean, people always want good songs. Yeah. Write, but, but yeah, I just think about like how the age, like if you went to the, like a random like goth night or night like now you're going to have people anywhere from your twenties to right. six, like right. late fifties. Like, yeah. it, and it's kind of weird. Like, they don't have something of their own that's not been around forever like punk and everything's been around for so long and right you got all these older looky-loo people <laughs> who are around right. I, I can't imagine like thinking back to my day when i was a kid and goth club or punk club wherever and it a bunch of be a bunch of like older people like right like a grandpa
1: them. like me comes walking in in my <laughs> Wait, leather fucking- in my leather pants or my spandex pants right
0: Exactly, like there was nobody, you know, like when I was younger, there was nobody older who liked the music I liked. You know, right. it was all those people were like Frank Sinatra, <laughs> you know, right. Beatles or whatever. You know, whatever. they didn't like what I like. So, uh, it, but now, you know, you know, I see kids like in know twenties posting about the same bands that I was listening to. 25 30 years ago whatever you know right they're talking they're, they're like the, the yeah yeah exactly and they're like even in like the the punk you know, or post-punk like people wearing joy division bow house and right. shirts and like or whatever and uh misfits and it's like the same bands like your generation has their own bands like why don't why don't you wear <laughs> some new bands <laughs> like
1: but i guess it's cool but, cause you know, it keep it alive as well
0: yeah they like it they like the uh, the old the old stuff too so that, that's cool though so i i mean I don't know i don't i i can imagine it may be a little weird for yeah. younger people to go see sixty year olds I mean I can't like to fuck like, a festival or something like you see the big festivals in Europe or whatever oh, you yeah see, like Saxon Like Saxon's the headliner, and like, (laughs) right, like people, like who are, are, you know, I even like, even like, I I was like, I saw the other day Paul Stanley post Peter Chris, like, wished him a happy 75th birthday.
1: Yeah, did you happen to see? And I was like, Are
0: you shitting me? He's 75. Yep. (laughs) It's crazy. Did you happen to see any of their live stream
1: the other day? Nah, I missed it. It's all over YouTube. You can check it out. There's a sound check stuff. You know, I mean, Paul is, what, 74 or something, so it's crazy to think that they're that age, but and they're still getting up there and putting on the 100 pounds of,
0: you know, costume and makeup. It's great. I love it. It inspires me. I mean, it inspires me to keep going. Like, I don't feel like it's like, you know, get out of the way, you're too old to be doing this shit, or whatever, you know, like, I mean, they're way older than me, and Mick Jagger's just an infinite yeah, and, and the other one's never gonna die, Keith Richards, right. yeah, like like I've seen Mick Jagger like recently doing some insane yoga at whatever yeah, his age is, right, And I, <laughs> like yoga that I couldn't even do. I'm half his age <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm like, holy shit, and, but I think it's a wonderful time to be you know around and, and being here oh, yeah. because there's so many there's a precedent for other people out there. Who were kicking ass.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I agree because I'm doing all this stuff, too. Just it keeps me sane and, you know, into stuff I like and doing whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, before we close out, if uh, fans want to find you, can you uh, give us your sites?
0: Yeah, bloodyhammers.com. And I'm I'm at bloodyhammers pretty much on any social media site. So, that's, luckily, I got the, the, the same at on all of them. Okay. So, yeah, you can find me there. Bowie,
1: Dylan, Marley.